Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speedway that is where Nat lives, and everybody likes to ride their bikes real fast outside. I was actually driving Nat, uh, can slow. you tell me anything about the, uh, can you tell me about anything we, you, you're noticing on the track out there? You know, dry conditions as compared to yesterday. What do you think about the today's race? You know, who do you think is going to come out on top? Uh, nobody, because the race is not organized. Oh. So is this some kind of illegal street racing syndicate? <laughs> I just think the bus likes to, you know, take people from point A to point B. Wait, that was the bus? No, that was a motorcycle or something. Oh. But. I heard the motorcycle right as I started, and I was like, I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> there you go. Roll with it. You know. See, it's, it's warm out. People got to ride their motorcycles, right? No, that's fine. You know, I was just, you know. I was, I was hoping know. to get a little more. I was hoping to get a little more play out of that. You know. I, I, Ross is also here. I did not. Have, I did not. I was not in the mind state to, to you know, to, you know, roll with that one. But my guy Ross is here. I'm here. Yep. Finally, almost better. <clears throat> he hey, sounds you had worse since we man. started the podcast than he did beforehand. How are you yeah. feeling, buddy? I'm I'm okay. Um, so after like a week after, they were like, "You have strep," and I was like, "Great." So I went on medicine, and after a week, I wasn't feeling better. I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna get, just go to the doctor again." And this time, I went to a different doctor. Went to just urgent care. They're like, "Yeah, that might have been false positive. Uh, seems like you just have a sinus infection, like a bad one." And I'm like, "Great. We'll mm-hmm. put you on antibiotics for that." I'm like, "Perfect. Thank you." And now I'm feeling better. Yo, sometimes I think the urgent care is the better option. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honest to God. Yeah. A lot of the time it feels like it. They're just like, hey, we're just going to get you something that we're pretty confident is going to make you feel better. And sometimes you go to the doctor and it's just like, huh, well, that's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) And it's Uh, like, why does the urgent care sound like they know what they're doing more than the doctor does? (laughs) Yeah. But um, I've been playing games. My sickness is not forced me away if anything sickness makes it easier to play games that's true well in in some ways yeah from the time perspective so i've also been playing a lot of games just don't do vr when you're sick no i didn't uh-huh. do that but i thought about it and then i didn't think about it anymore wait wh- why did you think about that? i saw some video about an astrobot rescue mission and i was like nah, maybe oh yeah like, no I don't want to Every time I think about hooking up my PSVR, I'm just like, no. Yep. More trouble than it's worth. <laughs> that sounds like a whole lot of nope. Yeah. Uh, what have we been playing this week, guys? Nat, what do you got? Fire Lead Emblem, been... Fire Emblem, and more Fire Emblem. You're Golden Deer, right? No. Oh. Oh, that's right. You're Black, Black Eagle. Eagle. Mm-hmm. I had to say it because I remember he didn't remember. I'm the Bird Squad. Yep. Bird Squad. Waka Flocka. Birdman. You know what I'm saying? Birdman. Oh! <laughs> Is that your battle cry? You going to battle? No, that's Birdman's ad libs. Birdman. Oh! I, I know that. But... Man. Where are you at the store? not flowing with me today. Nah, you said it was the battle cry. No, it's not the battle cry. It's just the Birdman ad lib. I know, but I'm saying you do that when you go into battle. It's Birdman's Play-ball. battle cry. And then it's a battle cry. Playboy. <laughs> where are you at in story uh not 
far because I'm I'm only in chapter six. I just I'm the month after you rescue whatever fa her face is, Flan, from the kidnapping Flan. thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's her name, right? Flame. No, her name is Flan because I like that dessert. <laughs> Where I thought you were going, and I was like, "Did you like rescue the cafeteria? Is there a mission I missed?" <laughs> no, her name is Flan because th that dessert is delicious. You still liking it, Flan? Yeah, that's good. Um, I've just been taking my time trying to figure out stuff and whatnot. There are a lot of like missions and stuff. I was gonna ask you guys, so like the battles that have the exclamation point those are just timed and they like i'm not gonna miss out on anything for missing those right what the green ones yes uh those are like kind of like loyalty missions from mass effect yeah they're okay. they're missions that you do and like you they can do something for that character okay so that's why they have characters tied to it okay makes i sense. would I would suggest doing them because some of them are more important than others. Yeah, and, and usually at the bottom it says, like, you have until this month and day to do this. So just be mindful of that. This is my first time, like, seeing them or, like, maybe just noticing them. Yeah. Based so. on where you are, you should have plenty of time because I think the first wave didn't expire until February. Yeah. And you're probably mm -hmm. in, like, August or September, maybe? I don't know. You're but in month eight or nine. Because I just got to month six today in my Golden Deer playthrough. I'm in chapter six. And it's not that. Okay, I'm on chapter... F so I think you're in month nine. So, you I don't know. remember if I'm on four or five. Whatever. You know, whatevs, um, but, you know, I'm just uh, taking yes, my time I, through it. I would do those. I don't know how they'll affect your particular house, but I know how they affected Ross and I in our first playthrough, and I'm very glad I did them. <laughs> mm. Yeah, pretty good. But yeah, just been, just been, you know, fire embleming it up, and that's pretty much it. That's the only game I really played. I bought my special edition of uh, Catherine. Oh, nice! So that should be coming in the mail. Is that out? It comes out like a week or two from now. Oh, okay. I knew it was coming. I just couldn't remember, like, the time window. Did I get the special edition or did I just get the regular one? I never actually played that game back in the day. Because that I'm bad game at puzzle games. is amazing. And uh, it's, like, it's not hard to the point where you couldn't beat it. Put it that way. Yeah. Oh, it's coming September 3rd. Almost here. So that's that's Tuesday. Tuesday. It is Tuesday. What day does it come out? Why is it coming on the third? That's an odd day. It's a two. I mean, a lot of games come out on Tuesdays. Okay. It's Tuesday or Friday usually for games. Okay, so I got the special edition with the sheet. Unless plushie. you're Microsoft, and then they're Wednesday. I don't. Sometimes they're Wednesday. I don't get them. I don't know. When I was buying every game that came out, everything seemed like it came out on Friday, so. Nintendo stuff does. Nintendo's been on that Friday train since, like, Smash for Wii. PlayStation used to be on that Friday wave as well. I think PlayStation's getting there now. I think they're realizing that, like, yo, if we release our game on a weekend, more people are going to buy it because they have time. <laughs> Instead of releasing a game on a Tuesday. 
They're mm. sacrificing overall week one sales for the idea of people are going to get out there and play this game. So, you know, I guess it's whatever trade-off is best for them. That's really the only thing I've been playing, like I said. Yeah, I've been delving back into Fire Emblem. Uh, I, I've been doing my Golden Deer uh, house run now. Um, it was hard at first because, like, I was so used to my characters, but now I'm falling in love with this house, and I'm like, damn you, Fire Emblem. <laughs> damn you. I thought I, I knew I gotta love, figure but now you're out. making me question myself. I gotta figure out a way to back up my save on the computer because I want to play the other houses, but I don't want to lose my save. What do you mean? So like, it's multiple like, save slots. Yeah, there are five multiple save, save slots. slots. There's five, but that's not enough. I'm using all five right now. Like, and when I get you to just, there, you save the completed game one, and then you new game plus off of that. Yeah, file. but then by the time I'm on my third one, it's just gonna be too much. I could just move. Then the you'll save have files three dedicated computer. files. What? I use two save files maximum. One for See? battles, and then one for you're not, regular. You're not living. You're not living the way you should be, like me with excess. You're right. I'm not living the way like you because I finished the game. Yeah, man. Hey. <laughs> hey, see, now that you said that, I'm never going to finish it. You've cursed me. Well, welcome to Kingdom Hearts 3. Hey, welcome, welcome to, to every game I've bought in the past houses. two years. <laughs> Persona 5. I said, welcome to every game I've yeah. bought in the past two years. <laughs> When's the last time you finished a game? I haven't. Never, ever in my life. <laughs> never. <laughs> what about Binding of Isaac? Mm, I, I mean, I haven't unlocked everything, so I guess I'm not finished with that either. But you, but you beat it. Yeah, you beat the final boss. Finishing it. What's the last game I finished? Let me look around. I don't know. Maybe Horizon Zero Dawn. That's a good game. Beat that game. That might have been it. <laughs> no, I beat the. I actually beat the first chapter of Ace Attorney on Switch. That's a good game. It's a great game. I don't think I've beaten any game I own for Switch. Actually, does beating a campaign in Mario Party count? If you wanted to count, it can count. Okay, so the any, last game. The last game I beat. Is Donut Country or uh, what you call it, Mario Odyssey? That was a while ago. For sure. I beat those games. I'm actually very proud of myself. I've been finishing a lot of games. Yeah. Because I'm trying mm. to finish as much as I can before Shadowkeep comes out. Right. Uh, Ross, do you want to get into what you've been playing or do you want me to go? Uh, doesn't matter to me. You have more recent stuff, so. Uh, I guess let me get a couple out of the way. A Medieval. I'm still playing that. Still a lot of fun. Really liking that game. Uh, highly time, recommend it to anybody. Every time you say it, I just think you're saying Medieval. I know. Isn't it great? It's <laughs> confusing. Isn't it great? It's why I love it. You have to be confused with Medieval. That's coming out October 25th. I can't wait. Dreams really do come true. Yeah, right? I am living, Medieval is living proof, and Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake are living proof that if you dream hard enough, your dreams will come true. That should be the title of the podcast. Yeah. Um, oh my god. 
So happy. PS4 is the best. This generation of consoles is the best generation ever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Yeah, so that game's still fun. Uh, I'm kind of slowly, you know, chipping away at it. Spare time. Um, We talked about Fire Emblem. Uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood. I got it to run enough to beat most of it. Then it kept crashing my computer, and then I came back to it the next day, got it to run for two hours so we could finish it. That game sucks. Uh, ignoring all the technical stuff, the actual game itself... The game is bad. bad. Like, it's just yeah. it's not enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. What a bummer. That had so much potential to be so cool. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, like, it, 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 it could have been a really good game, like, just Wolfenstein with co-op... But instead, they wanted to test a bunch of, like, unnecessary mechanics. Like, the whole end of the game is literally like, okay, now you two open this door. That opens a door to another door you both have to open. That opens a door to a control room where you both have to pull the lever. So what you're telling me is you don't like doors? I don't like Wolfenstein's doors. Like, Wolfenstein 1 and 2, the, the reboot series, are just about run into a room, guns, 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 Keep going, run into another room, guns, guns, guns. It's like, it's... The pacing is so much better, and Youngblood just has like, hey, you have an objective, and it's all the way across, and we're just gonna keep respawning these enemies, hope you don't mind. And like, there's leveling, so it's kinda like... It's not a loot shooter, but there's leveling, and there's enemies that are definitely too strong. And this is when Nat knew Chris really did mind. Like, it's... It's just not a good game, honestly. And then, like, the final boss sucked. They just had to release a patch to make the game easier. They literally just released a patch this week that makes the game easier. They added more checkpoints. They add, they tuned down the bosses. They, they dropped more ammo. They dropped more health. Because the game was a bitch to play. Mm-hmm. Like, you could have full armor, full health, and if, you know, an enemy spawned behind you, they could shred you before you could do anything to them. So you just, like, half the time, it's you and your co-op partner. Hopefully you're playing with a co-op partner, because that game in single player is a joke. Um, but, like, you, it's just you and your co-op partner, like, okay, come back to me. I'm going to revive you. You do your little stupid dance so that you can heal each other. You go back out. One of you dies. You run away. You revive them. You do the stupid dance, and you just, like, chip away. It's, it's, it's a really bad game. Honest to God. What about that's not just that's not just the technical frustrations like that's a whole other problem. It's just not a fun game like at all. Yeah, you know, Bethesda batting a thousand right now. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I think Arcane probably had a bigger hand in this than uh, Machine Games. Mm. So like they're the variable here. So I'm kind of blaming them. I just hope Wolfenstein 3 doesn't suck. Yeah, it's going to be a real bummer. Yeah. I just realized, random fact, but Gears 5 is launching on Steam as well. What the fuck? Yep. <laughs> I have it preloaded on my PC right now from Game Pass. But, um, like, not even through, like, Windows, but, like, they're selling it in Steam. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, Microsoft is doing that now. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll let you buy their games wherever the hell you want, you know? I mean, remember the Master Chief Collection's on Steam. That's, that's just cool, man, you know. Oh, I like agree. other games that are only on the Epic Store. 
I mean, I, I, I feel like they definitely made a deal. There, There is some backroom dealing where Microsoft is like, yo, cut us a deal. Good publicity. And Valve was like, let's talk. But, um, you know, played some Destiny, ran some raids, itching for the new content. Um, I guess the biggest deal this week, Control. Mm. I played Control last night. How'd you like it? Because I've been really dis- debating on whether I should buy that it That game not. is not at all really what I was expecting it to be in the best way possible. Nice. What if I told you while playing it, I was like, yo, this is Dead Space. Okay. The game has some Dead Space vibes. Between the gun, like, I have a shotgun, and it's basically like a plasma cutter, and I'm just like, yo, this is Dead Space. <laughs> <laughs> and it kicks your ass like it's Dead Space. Oh, man. There's all the powers. You get the telekinesis. You just start picking, like, chunks of rock out of the wall and throwing it at people. Like... The game is crazy. It's creepy as shit. It, it's it's nuts. Mm-hmm. It that game has a I really, really like Remedy, good vibe to so, it. So this is without a doubt my out. favorite game they've ever made, and I'm nice. I'm I'm still. I played it for like two three hours. I'm already like all the way on board, and I heard it's like an, a ten to eleven hour game. So I'm just thinking like I could finish that this week. Yeah. Um, That's yo, cool. control is real good. You should. You should definitely I'm pick it. Definitely up. gonna get control. I just don't know if I'm gonna get it at sixty bucks. I also would not recommend it if you are playing on a uh, original, like a base model PS4 or Xbox One, because apparently it is struggling on those platforms, mm. like consistently dropping like sub twenty frames per second. I don't really care. Well, it's a it's a big deal. It's a, it's a big deal with how that game plays because there's a lot of situations where enemies will kind of spawn in around you and, you know, if the frame rate's chugging, you're just not going to be able to deal with them properly. Is Control on Steam? No, it's on uh, the Epic, Epic Game, game Store. store. Uh-huh. I bought it when they were doing that sale, so I got like $10 off. Nice. Yeah. yeah I'm, um, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to that. Yo, it's real good. Yeah. There was a... T- like... Just, like, the kind of, like, I don't want to get into spoilers because it's easy to, like, ruin shit. But, dude, like, just an early thing I noticed. And the, and this was what, what this is the kind of game this is. So, like, you kind of, you walk in the building, you do all this shit. I'm not going to tell you exactly what happens. But you become the new director. That, that was kind of established pre-release, right? Yeah. You become the new director. And there were pictures on the wall of the old director. And the moment you become the new director, they're all pictures of you. Oh, uh psychological yo and i like looked at the wall and i'm like wait a minute what the f- that's me <laughs> and like i'm like holy shit what is going on in this place <laughs> dude it was crazy yeah definitely gonna pick that up yeah absolutely pick it up fucking and, and i think the the game plays really well like I, i'm satisfied with the combat it can be very punishing. Like your positioning is super important um, because there were situations where I went from having all of my health to none of my health mm-hmm. in like a, a second or two. So you definitely have to be careful, but that's a hell of a game. Yeah. I am really looking for, I'm going to play more of it tonight after the podcast. Really looking forward to it. Nice. I'm glad to hear that game's good. Yeah. That's uh. Man, that already feels like a top ten game. <laughs> yeah. I gotta I gotta carve out a couple spots on the list for that for game of the year. 
Oh man. But um what about you, Ross? What have you been playing? Oh. Yes, yeah, so I've been playing just a random bunch of stuff. So if you, if you didn't see it, an article from me went up yesterday about my deep dive into retro gaming. Um, went over a lot of equipment I've been buying. Um, so it's been a lot of just like testing equipment and making sure everything works how I want it to. So, um, so yeah, I've been, let's see, uh, Sega Saturn, I've been playing Guardian Heroes, which is a super, super fun 2D kind of uh, beat-em-up, but uh, you can pick one of like four characters who all play really differently, and um, there are three, like, I'm trying to think, there's a game I've been trying to think of for weeks now that I can't think of, but in Guardian Heroes, you can go between three different planes, so there's like the one closest to the screen, the one in the middle, and then the one in the back. And there will be enemies on each plane that you have to kind of switch between to take down. Um, it's super fun. It's really big uh, sprite work. Um, the characters look really good. Um, and uh, it's two-player, so I played at some point with someone. Because it's just kind of just old-school beat-em-up fun. Um, so I've been playing that. Um, I have been playing some um, Radiant Historia on the DS. Um, Every time I hear that game, I think it's like a Tales game. Oh, really? I don't know why, but it just <laughs> sounds like a Tales game. Uh, uh, Tales of Historia. Like, Radiant Historia sounds like something you would hear in a Tales game. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, the Radiant Historia! We have to find it to save the world! God, I'm really excited for the new Tales game still. <gasps> um, yup. <laughs> um, but Radiant Historia is uh, JRPG. Um, it got a lot of comparisons to Chrono Trigger. There's a really uh, cool time travel mechanic in that game where kind of from the main, or not from the main menu, like when you bring up the menu screen in game, you can go to the story tab and it's literally like a timeline and you see specific, specific events and you see where it kind of branches off and you can travel back to specific points and replay different sequences in a different way. Um, super cool. Uh, turn-based combat. Uh, enemy. The enemy side is grid based. Uh, three by three grid. Uh, I think it's three by three or three by four. Um, y- your your party is not on a grid. It's just like traditional turn base. Pick moves. Um, you can see the turn order on the top screen, um, and you can actually like change the turn order. So if it's uh, your party member and then the enemy and then two more party members, you can change it so. Uh, you make the enemy move first, and then you switch so it's three in a row because a lot of the combat is combo-based. So, like, one of the characters can hit, like, left assault, and it'll move someone uh, down one square, and you can stack enemies, and that's the whole, like, crux of combat is you want to stack as many enemies as possible because then when you attack that square, it hits all of them at the same time. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I, I haven't put as much time into it as I would have liked. I probably put, like, five or six hours in. Um, but it's definitely something I want to keep playing. Um, and then the other kind of big, big console stuff that I've been playing, um, has been GameCube. Um, so I got a GameCube, it's called the Carby. Uh, I wrote about it in my article. It's basically, uh, it allows for HDMI output, um, from the GameCube and it works really well. So, um, I've been playing some Prince of Persia Sands of Time, uh, cause I never beat that game back in the day. Um, but mostly what I've been playing is 
uh, the original Metroid Prime. Um, I put a few hours into that. I want to play that so bad, but like it's, it's gotta come to Switch. I know. <laughs> you know? I know. Like, yeah. I I don't want to start it and then have Nintendo just be like, "Haha, Shadow Drop," and yeah. then just be like, "God damn it!" Now I'm starting over. It's gonna happen. It's gonna I happen. Uh, I, I literally have the first two games sitting here, yeah. and I'm like, they're gonna release it for Switch. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Yeah. Like it has to happen. So I've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, I played through the opening sequence of that game so many times back in the day and for whatever reason just never went any further and so man um, the scan visor is always yep. the thing that it's, like makes me want to put up. that game down just because <laughs> oh, really? like well no because it's like there's that habitual like i have to scan everything you know <laughs> and like i don't like That's that i don't feel part, like man. i miss i don't want to feel like i'm missing something because i don't want to keep pulling up the goddamn scan visor. but you are missing stuff without scanning it man you got to yeah, scan but everything it should be it, it, in a perfect world in a metroid prime 4 you don't have a scan visor the game just kind of does that for you i feel like I mean, oh, and then it puts it in like a codex. Like, I don't want to have to pull up a visor and, you know, just kind of be like looking around and spend five minutes scanning the environment to be like, okay, is there anything over here? What about over here? You know, like, that's my only like big gripe about it is there's so much to scan and I appreciate it. But like, I would almost rather have like a, here's a ping. And just show things that, like, I haven't scanned, you know? And just be like, okay, here's a couple of important things. They've been added to your journal or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. Metro Prime, or Metro has never really been about story. So I feel like it's completely optional. You can totally enjoy the game without it. Um, I enjoy scanning everything I can possibly find. Um, so I've been having fun with that. Um, and I'm going to continue to play that. Um, other than that, I think... That's about it. Yeah, it's really just been a lot of testing out uh, new equipment and uh, getting new cables and SCART cables and D-terminal cables and all this good stuff to make retro games work and look nice on new TVs. So, Hey, Ross. Yo. Uh, I-, I wanted to say something. While you were talking about your article that you put up the other day, Yeah. you reminded me. Mm. I have another candidate. Another candidate? For the site. Oh. I was talking to somebody, and they were like, oh, you I'd love to you be on your podcast. You mentioned last time I was on. No, I know. It's a different person. Okay. And they were like, oh, yeah, you know, I'd love to be on your podcast with you guys sometimes. Because I was talking about the podcast. I was like, dude, I'm like, you know what? If you write for the site, I am giving priority seats to anybody who actively writes for the site. And like, I'm just going to be like, it's priority, it's VIP seating. Like you're in if you're writing. And then he wrote a sample and he sent it to me. And so after the podcast, we should connect real quick and go over that. And yeah, we can round of the, applause for that guy. We can give him the yay or nay. I, I did a little golf clap because I didn't want to do a like I respect deafening it. clap. I respect it. You know what? You can clap it up however you like. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that one. We'll fix it in post, I guess. Yeah, I'm not yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so there may be uh, a new contributor to Got to it. our two man team. <laughs> God, one other person would just be a godsend. <laughs> oh. oh God! All right, I'm gonna get this part out of the way. 
It's everybody's favorite part, except everyone. Um, Bungie's doing some cool shit uh, with Destiny. First thing, one of the big things they said this week is they're trying to dispel the notion that Activision was a prohibitive overlord. So it sounds like Bungie's trying to get out there and be like, listen, Activision wasn't that bad. Uh, so I, I, I respect that and I'm inclined to believe them because like it would be easy to just be like, yeah, you know what? They sucked and everybody would just get behind that. And the fact that Bungie's like sticking up for Activision probably means something. Um, Damn. So it means the game. <laughs> no, I was going to be a dickhead, but no, continue. Um, but no, there are two, there's one really cool thing actually starting September 3rd, Bungie is kicking off their first ever, as far as I'm aware, community event in Destiny 2. So what they're doing is they're going to increase the drops in the Menagerie, which is the new annual pass, um, six player content. They're going to increase the amount of drops you get for completing that. As long as the community comes together and... And defeats Hive on Mars because they're like, you're gonna be fighting the Hive in, uh, you know, Shadow Keep. So let's get a head start. So players will have seven days to defeat 175,000 Wave Seven Escalation Protocol bosses, 300 million Hive on Mars, defeat Nocris in the Strange Terrain Nightfall Strike 150,000 times, defeat Zol in the Will of a Thousands 100,000 times, and use 300,000 override frequencies on Mars. So Mars is going to be very densely populated in the next uh, week. And, you know, it, it's a cool... To me, it's cool because, like, I always go on there and every, you know, every time you go on Mars, there's always somebody running Escalation Protocol or something um, because it's still a very popular mode in the game. And I think it's really cool that Bungie's like, hey, you guys really like this mode, so, like, let's, you know, let's let everybody enjoy that and give you a real valid reason to go back there and enjoy it. Um, so that's actually really cool, and I'm looking forward to participating in that. And everybody who completes a Nightfall, uh, one of the two Nightfalls during that time, will get an exclusive emblem uh, for participating in the event as long as all the goals are met. So everybody will get something that shows, like, I was there for this. Uh, so that's... I thought that was cool. Um... And in other news, they delved a little deeper into how Shadowkeep's seasons are going to work. Um, they compared it to the Black Armory in terms of... And, and Ross, you'll, you'll obviously understand this a little more than that. Um, but they basically said it like this. Imagine Ada comes in and with all of her forges and everything. And she's like, hey, you know what? We'll do, do all this stuff. And you do all that stuff. And then as the season goes on, the drifter starts talking to you. He's like, hey, come over here. Come do stuff for me. You know, especially if you're a dredgen, come talk to me. And he starts to set up season eight while, well, you know, or the next season while Ada starts kind of packing up. And by the end of the season, Ada's gone. Her forges, everything's gone, but Banshee gets her her weapons and stuff, so you still have a chance to acquire some of that gear. But the idea would be she would be there for the season, and then she would leave. You know, she would pack up the Black Armory and be like, we have to go somewhere else. Um, so that's kind of how they're going to be doing seasons going forward, is they're going to conclude them. They're going to take away um, that season's like exclusive activity, but they're going to leave the gear. And build up to the next season. So it'll be interesting how that plays out. I think the biggest new addition, though, is they're adding effectively a battle pass. 
so, no. No. Oh, yes. So it's pretty much all XP based. You just have to earn XP. Just play yeah. the game. That's it. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a free tier for everybody. And then anyone who owns the season pass will get like more rewards. So like, there are certain rewards that for the free tier might be at rank 25, but uh, you know, a paid person will get it at rank one, like armor sets. There's going to be armor sets. There's going to be ornaments. There's going to be weapons, exotics, things like that. They're adding a bunch of stuff. They're adding a whole new activity uh, called the Vex Offensive. Uh, it, which has to do with the Vex pouring out of the gate to the Black Garden uh, onto the moon. Um, there's going to be a new exotic bow for season pass owners, a new exotic hand cannon. Um, all this stuff is going to be part of the season pass, uh, which is really cool. They also did detail the content that will be available to all Destiny 2 players, whether you're playing free or Shadow Keep. You'll be able to patrol the moon. You'll be able to do the opening mission of Shadowkeep. You'll get the new strikes, the crucible updates. You'll get the two new PvP maps returning from Destiny 1, the Widow's Court and Twilight Gap. Uh, you'll get the Crucible Labs, Armor 2.0, Eye of the Gate Lord, new finishers, new pinnacle weapons, and the free seasonal rank uh, rewards. So, Destiny 2 is going to be going nuts October 1st. It sounds like it. I'm really looking for, dude. That 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 pass though, that's like exactly what I need. That's the perfect reason for me to go in because it's just like do what you do, pick up some bounties and just you know farm some XP. Just play the game and you're just gonna get good. You're gonna get great rewards just for doing that. Just like, need it that looks handoff, like, huh? Just need that handoff. You sure? Wait, what? No, I don't know the reference. You said you just need that pass. Oh, okay. Hey. I get it. I well, get it. Okay. Sounds like if you haven't already, you need to book your trip to Mars. <laughs> my favorite part is how my friends support my support support my games. <laughs> I, I was actually <laughs> trying to go for something there. <laughs> I tried to do something. You just wasn't rolling with it, man. Yo, we have tried not to been, get involved. We have not been on today, Nat. <laughs> I felt off as well. Yeah, Um, it's hot. It It is. It is very hot. Yeah. Um. Now my AC um, off, so it it doesn't make noise, and it's hell. Hell is hot. Yep. No. Yeah. Mine's not on either, and that's going to change in a little bit. Um. But yeah, no. It's you know every time they talk about Shadowkeep, I feel like I'm more and more excited for that to come out. October first. Yeah. I feel like the Bungie is really feeling themselves right now, mm-hmm. and I think it shows. I, I'm really excited for the next annual pass. It sounds like they've got a much better plan for that. Um, I do plan on writing a, another um, year in review, so there will be an article coming in the near future uh, talking about year two of Destiny Two, um, the ups and downs, things like that. Uh, overall, you know, obviously a much stronger year than year one. If you want my early impression. But um, look for that, a more in-depth dive into that. I'm nice. looking forward to writing it. I hope you guys are looking forward to reading it. Can I say something I'm looking forward to that's completely uh, unrelated to anything we've talked about so far? Absolutely. I'm excited that in just a couple weeks, my Sega Genesis Mini will be arriving in the mail. 
Hey, I, congrats. I want one of those. I'm excited. It comes with two controllers, 42 games. A lot of the games on there I've wanted to play for a long time, just haven't. I'm excited. I, I my, genuinely my first want to console. buy one of those. I should hook up my Sega Genesis and see if it still works. Yeah. I, I have a Model 2. I love my Model 2. But I'm okay with the Model 1 being the Mini. Makes sense. I have a Model 1, 2, like, and a 3. I feel like the Model 1 is the ideal one if you're going to make a Mini. It's a, it's the iconic one. Yeah. It's the it's the, it's the original. Didn't I, it also just have better audio too? Wasn't uh, it, it like objectively no, it, the better console? No, because it it only output uh, audio in mono. Um, but if oh, you plugged okay. headphones into the headphone jack in the front of the system, then you would get stereo audio. Um, and then Model Two changed it to where it was stereo audio output just regularly. Oh, okay. So. Um, I just remember, yeah. I, I don't know, when I was looking up which one to buy when I wanted to buy a Genesis, everybody said get the Model 1. There was yeah. some specific reason people said get that one, and mm-hmm. they said make sure to get the one that says high definition right, gaming right. or whatever. Yeah. Um, also, on okay. my Model 2, mm-hmm. uh, the one of the chips fried on it and is apparently like a common issue with that mm-hmm. one. That might be why. I heard the Model 2 was the least popular one to buy like at this point. I feel like point. people get either the one or the three. I yeah, feel like the, the two had problems. Yeah, my 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 original uh, Model Two still works to this day. I got a good one. Yeah. Um, I'm I mean, also that's very the people they, they've still got launch Xbox 360s. Yeah, somehow that's amazing. somehow. I have yeah, a I have a launch Xbox 360. Jeez, I went through. Six does it work? Wait, does it work? Yeah. Really? Holy wow. crap! I had we five have 360s. How many did you have, Ross? Uh, I went through six. Yeah, so we I have sent 11 my, between the two of us. I sent mine back when they were still repairing it, and then I figured out how to repair it myself, and I just replaced the thermal paste myself when I got the red ring, and it just never happened again. Yeah, my my, uh, my friend's Wait, 360. you sent it back, you said? I sent it back, yeah, and they sent me back mine. Cause Are it you was sure like, they didn't send you a new one? Because that's what they were doing for a while. No, because mine's was... I sent it back... When it first happened, when it first first happened, oh okay, before and is when they were, yeah, and they were just repairing. Yeah, I remember uh, my friend stopped working, and he read online somewhere if you wrap it in a towel and overheat it, it would work again. Mm-hmm. Um, it worked for a while, and then it stopped working, and then he was carrying it up the stairs, and he dropped it down the stairs by accident, and it was a pretty tall flight of stairs. Dropped it down, plugged it back in, it worked, and it never stopped working ever again. You just got to drop it down the stairs. It's well, like old Nintendo 64 logic, man. Yeah, yeah. So I'm also, something else I'm excited about is that um, I have a pseudo-Saturn cartridge coming from my Sega Saturn, which, when put into the system, will enable not only um, not only make the console region-free, but also allow for fan translations. And I got a reproduction game or copy of... Uh, I think it's uh, Hideo Kojima's Police Knots, Ooh. which never got an English release, but oh. there's a very good fans translation. You know what? So Talking about the Genesis it. stuff, though, I don't think yeah. I pulled it, but did you guys see that they're remastering Lion King and Aladdin? I did. Yeah. Remastering and re-releasing them on Switch yeah. Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That could be pretty cool. That was the first video game I remember seeing was Lion King. Because my cousin had a Genesis, I was there and he was playing it, and that was that was the day I learned about video games in like (laughs) a sense that I can recall. Yeah, yeah, those were very good games. That's what started it all. There it is. 
Oh, that's that's the end of my excited corner of random things. Yo, I'm really like, I don't know how I'm going to find the time, but I... Re- oh my god, doesn't Final Fantasy VIII come out this week? It might. Yo, what are you doing <laughs> next Friday? <laughs> uh, not sure yet. Final Fantasy Fridays, boy! <laughs> um, Damn, I can't remember the name of the game. Yo, what was I going to... I got to find time to start playing Lunar. Oh, yeah. See, the thing, you know what kills me is, like, mm. it's not that I don't want to play, like, the discs, and and this is probably bad to say on a podcast, but, like, I'm sitting here, like, I own the game, and the discs are in such good condition, like, I almost don't want to use them, and I'm like, mm. God, I wish I could just emulate them, and it's like... Maybe I should just get an emulator. Just gotta do yeah. that, man. I mean, You're gonna I mean, get. You can. But like, I, I own the switch? game. I own the game. I know that, that uh, most of the time that gives people like the justification they need to use an emulator because they're like, I have a copy of the game, so it's like it's not like stealing. And not like at this point the company. Like I will pull out the Luna. game and I will show them on camera. Like if, you know, if if anybody for, wants uh, to like. I mean, see back it. in the day when people would emulate Pokemon, like for YouTube. They would always open their video with hair. Here's a copy of the game. I own the game. I'm yeah, emulating yeah. this for ease of recording. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's the other thing is like then I don't have to hook up my PS2. I don't need to hook up the Elgato. I can just do direct streaming. I can. The game will just probably run a little bit better. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know how I want to do it. I know emulating, like streaming emulators, is not obviously illegal on Twitch. It's not illegal, period. But like. I don't know. I feel like is is that right? You know, because you I really own the game and games. all the hardware. Every time you want to play it, pull put it up in front of the camera and be like, "Look, here it is." Yeah, or just, I'll just like, like put up a screenshot of it in the corner and just be like, "I, I just own show these. it there <laughs> on your on your face cam. Just put them yeah. right next to your face and be like, with camera magic, we hooked it up in two seconds and then just, just switch over. Yeah, just, just put, a snap. Put, yeah, just yeah. just put a little put a little uh, stand on your sound bar and just have the game case there the whole time. I could just put the game back. There. I could put them on the couch. Yeah, right in the back really here. You could just put yeah. them there and just be like, "Look, Lunar, I'll yep. show them all the pristine discs and be like, this is why I don't use the disc." Yeah, for me, there's something just like, especially with the older consoles, a little gritty and grimy and nostalgic about about playing it on the original hardware that I, really just takes me back. Yeah, but no, I, I, I totally, I, 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 I totally get playing like quote unquote better versions of the game. Totally it's not it. even the better version. It's just like. I waited so long to find those games and I found mm. them in just such good condition. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, and if it wasn't a PS one game, it wouldn't even be an issue, but it's just cause it's so easy to emulate. Yeah. yeah. You know, PS one's been easy to emulate for 10 years plus, you know? And it's like, God damn it. Like it would just be so much easier. And then I wouldn't have to risk like, you know, anything with my discs. That's the not same that, thing. Not that my PS2 is going to like tear them up or anything, but not not exactly the same thing. But this is parallel people draw between all the anime exclusives Netflix keeps having and that weird Japanese reality TV show they have the rights to, but they won't simulcast it. They wait six months to put them out, and then yeah, by the time that people just already watched pirated versions. Well, yeah, because they like, want to. Netflix is all about the binge. Yeah, this makes no sense because they had Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and they did like not even half the season and ran out and then yeah. they never finished it, I don't think. So I had to buy it all. And it was not cheap, but I don't regret it. All of that's on Crunchyroll though. I could just give you my password. Well no, like I, I already no, but this was back in I, I already own it. 
That was back when I was still buying anime and I'm I just wasn't saying, streaming. Again, if this ever happens. Now. Yeah, no, I have Funimation now, so like I can stream if I want. I have the Crunchyroll passes for you, man. Yeah. Let me know. I got that Funimation, uh, and which is actually... I, I'm surprised that hasn't come back yet, because I remember a couple years ago they made a big deal. We're losing Full Metal Alchemist, like the original. But now Sony owns the majority of Funimation. Sony also owns Aniplex, who made Full Metal Alchemist. Aniplex. So, like, you would think they would just... Well, all them. of that's They're bundled like, into know. VRV now, so... Yeah, but no, Funimation's backing out of that, though. VRV... Yeah, well, because they... They both, like, they mutually kind of ended their contract, I think, because Funimation now is owned by Sony. So I think when the contract ran out, Sony's like, hey, we'll make more money just doing it ourselves. Verve. They also own, Sony owns a lot of the anime, you know? Sony is anime. Sony is anime. Have you ever seen Sony Japan? <laughs> Speaking Tell of me. anime. Shadow of the Colossus, the animation. Make it happen. Please don't. Oh, no, um, you don't think that would be good? No, because they would add dialogue, and I don't want dialogue. Okay, yes. What if they did it right? I mean, sure. I would like to... Like, let's just, like, an animation quality at least on par or better than Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Yeah. But but Shadow of the Colossus. I'd be willing... With just an incredible soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Also, in things I'm not enthusiastic about, my PS3 disk drive doesn't work anymore. Really? I need to fix it. Yeah, it's PS3 Slim. It won't take discs anymore. Maybe like that's you... why Resistance didn't work. For real, though. Oh, my God. We still need but to play that. I know, I know. Yo, that... we got to find time. I have I have time I need to use before the end of the year. We need to figure out a weekend that you're going to be free, and I will request that weekend off. It can't be the first week of October because I already took off the first and second and then the third and fourth uh, for Shadow Keep. Of course. <laughs> All the Funimation shows are all on Crunchyroll still. Yeah, they're they're ending slowly. Like I don't think they're pulling everything at once, but some of their contracts expired. Apparently, their contract expired last year. Yeah, so they haven't pulled everything, but they're gradually doing it. Or at least I know they're not doing the dubs anymore. Yo, speaking of anime, Yakuza Sevens having JRPG turn-based battles is one of the greatest things I've ever heard in my life. You know, Um, they called up Atlas and were like, "Yo, that Persona game was really popular." Like, yo, yo, you think that would work in a crazy Yakuza game? And the Atlas was probably like, "Yo." (laughs) Yeah, so I I really like the Yakuza series. I've played through Zero and I've played through Kiwami, and I really like the combat in those games. For me, the combat, especially toward the end, it gets repetitive. By definition, turn-based combat is repetitive, but I find it far less repetitive, and I'm very excited for this game now. Yeah, and um, um, the Wall Street oh, Journal's uh, Takashi Machizuki okay, was at the unveiling and was able to, I guess, translate some of it. Uh, so they said, classic Yakuza game format reached one complete style, so we wanted to try totally different to jump. Uh, I, I imagine this is like a, a, a basic basic translation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably yeah, yeah. probably through Google. Um, our experts of action game creation made this RPG with their flavor. Hope fans will welcome this change. If not, My favorite sentence. If not, <laughs> happy to change back. Happy to change back to action game for future releases. That's totally responsible of them. It's like, no, this right? is the way forward. And if you don't like it, kiss my ass. This is just like, hey, we just wanted to try a thing, and if you guys don't like it, we'll go back. Yeah, that's yeah, totally um, reasonable. 
Yo, I'm super excited for this. It comes out in Japan January 16th next year. Who and knows when we'll get North it America later that year. Yeah. So, oh, another thing I forgot to mention I was playing is I played uh, about 30, 45 minutes of the Dragon Quest Eleven S demo on Switch that came out. Um, that's like a 10-hour demo, <laughs> and your progress carries over to the full game if you want. So that's cool. I like that um, Square does that with their demos. Yeah, me too. I yeah, gotta, I gotta nice. actually start. I have the Oninaki demo mm-hmm. on Steam. Oninaki. I've a heard lot. that's the best game of those three games that they've made so far. I don't like that Oninaki is as is as expensive as it is. But if it's good, yeah, we'll look into it. Um, yeah. But yeah, that Yakuza 7 thing, I put that right at the top when I saw it last night because I was like, oh, oh my god. Because it looks, let's be real, it looks like Persona. Like, yeah. the styling of it, it's just the realistic hug. Persona. Yeah, the, the battle menu. You you cannot tell me that Sega wasn't just like, hey, Persona guys, Yakuza guys, let's sit down and have a meeting. What if both? <laughs> I'm, and yes, they were like, I'm, what if both? I'm quite excited. Um... But that's that. Oh, man. Uh, oh, oh, man. Um, I guess we'll kind of get... This is a small story. Black Desert Online. You guys remember that game that, like, everybody talked about MMO? the character creator? Yeah. It's an MMO with the character creator that, like, everybody played and then nobody actually played the game, it felt like. Because yeah, yeah. it was a grindy, grindy hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's coming to mobile, which feels like the perfect place to play a game that's grindy, grindy hell. Yeah, just like uh, Command and Conquer is on coming tomorrow. And it's coming to... I, I know it's recently or very soon releasing on PS4. Because last year, Wait, Microsoft had it as an exclusive Black Desert. Black Desert. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so it's coming to mobile. Um, Black Desert is currently available in over 150 countries. This is from uh, cogconnected.com. I'm getting this. Uh, Black Desert is currently available in over 150 countries with over 18 million registered users who play the MMORPG on PC. Great. Everything coming to mobile. I love touchscreen controls. <sighs> but you know, hey, great. If you want to play an MMO on your on your phone, there it is. I mean that what was that Lineage 2 that came to mobile and like they paid all the like big streamers to play it and they all actually really liked it? Really? Yeah, really? so that's a thing that has um happened. So standby Halo is playing on my stream right now. Everybody pour one out for the Master Chief. I'm sorry. We are streaming. We are live. Just as a reminder, you can come and watch the podcast on Thursdays. Twitch.tv slash NightmareCV. While I'm selling out, I might as well say I've changed my Twitter to NightmareCV to make it as easy as possible for everybody. I finally went and changed it. It was not NightmareCV before? No, it was HalfGen underscore Chris because I wanted to make a professional... Twitter back for like those gaming nerds. Mm-hmm. So I had TGN underscore Chris, and that was like my big, like, this is my business Twitter. You know, this is where I get business done. Um, okay, we've got more Halo. Edit all this out. It's not in the podcast. <laughs> it's just us talking about it. It's in the podcast. So if you guys hear me talking to my stream, we do, I did put it in the title, guys, just so you know. Questions and comments, welcome. So if, um, if they put something good in there, I'll pull it, just so you guys know. God. I just got 54 months worth of subscribers. Um, oh. Jesus. Um, okay, Ion Fury. Like, I don't want to call this, like, a non-story, 
Uh, and I only I only even say that because it's just such a stupid thing. But like, there's enough of a story here that like, it's it's just insane. Uh, oh my god! And here comes Ross. Now he's got Halo. <laughs> Derailing my podcast. He knows what's he knows what he's doing. <laughs> Baseless accusation. I mean, look at it. It's beautiful. It's the best subscribe. If you want to subscribe to a channel on Twitch, I mean, do this one for 24 months. You won't regret it. <laughs> Uranium says this gives Ross more switch time. Always. <laughs> I'm an ebook. God damn it. Um, okay. So Ion Fury, uh, Will and I talked about this last week on the podcast. Um, there was apparently a developer room. Uh, it was a secret area where somebody found a uh, a slur, uh, a homophobic slur, in a developer-only area. Like, it had to, like, go through walls to get there. Um, in what game? Uh, Ion Fury. This is a game published by 3D Realms. Um, this is, like, a new, uh, like, in the uh, uh, Duke Nukem, like, 3D engine. It's a brand new game in that. Thank you, everybody who subscribed, by the way. My podcast is off the rails now. Some, that should be the title of the podcast. We're off the rails. Um, but, um... So right now, Ion Fury... Uh, apparently... I'm completely losing my train of thought. I apologize. Apparently, they had a non-English-speaking... Uh, programmer who made that and apparently it was out of context in English so they were like hey that that person who wrote that like did not understand what was going on and they they removed it which that doesn't sound completely out of the realm of possibility it was a contra- independent contractor non-English speaking you know I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt on that. The big issue in this story was they made a big deal last week that they said we're gonna go. But 3D Realms made a big deal. They were like, "Hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna send the team in for some sensitivity training. We're gonna remove all that stuff because it's not okay." They had a, a spoof. The other the other issue is they had a spoof of the um, like the the beauty brand Olay. It was called Ogay. Oh, good. Because this is fourth grade. Um, it's not even funny. Is this David Jaffe? No, this is, this is too highbrow for Jaffe. Um, he's not that subtle. <laughs> Whoopsie. Did I say that out loud? Um, so Void Point, the actual developers, uh, and they made a joint statement actually with 3D Realms. They said, uh, we've caused a recent controversy, uh, suggesting Ion Fury game content was to be censored. And now they said we will not, we will absolutely not be censoring Ion Fury or any of our other games now or in the future, including but not limited to by removing gags such as gaming's most controversial facial wash. So they made a big deal that they were going to take all this stuff out, and now the developer and 3D Realms are like, "Hey, you know what? Because you know, we're, we're not going to do that." Does anybody know why? Why? No, I'm assuming you're going to tell us though. Review bomb. So a bunch of people were like, don't remove it, that's stupid, that's censorship. And then the developers were like, okay. Like, this would not have been an issue if in the first place 
they didn't say they were going to take it away. And I'm not saying it's not an issue in terms of like, you know, it, let, let's be honest. And, and I'm trying to look at this as like ob- objectively as possible. Like it's, it's far from the most offensive thing that's ever been in a game. It's a stupid joke. It's a dumb joke. I get it. But like, I don't think it needed to turn into what it was. I think if that's one dumb joke, you can look at that, be like, that's a dumb joke and move on with your life. I don't think that's pitchforks and torches in hand for that. Can we kind of agree in that? Like at a base level? Uh, I mean, it was pretty, uh, pretty not great. I'm just saying it's not even worth the time to be angry at it. Honestly, it's just such a dumb thing. The second part, the other words that were in there, which you guys can see in the article, I'm not going to repeat them here. uh, That was a problem and that was removed. But the other thing, like, I'm not, I'm not going to like not buy the game if I really want it just because there's a, there's a, 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 a stupid name for a facial cream, whatever. You know, maybe that's just me. I'm not trying to come off as insensitive, but that's just how I feel about it. Like, it's a dumb thing. I'll look at it once, say, hey, that's real dumb and move on with my life. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. I like, I'm. That's just me. The it's, only thing I think comes with the problem is them, like you said, them acknowledging it and ex- then being like, oh, we're going to do something about it and then turning back. Yeah, it's just like, and then being like, actually, you know what? Censorship is a real thing. And you know what? That's not censorship. Well, it's also <laughs> like, are you doing this because of backlash or are you doing this because you feel like it's the right thing? I feel like the developer probably pushed back and was like, come on, it's a dumb joke. We want it in our game. You know, they probably think it's hilarious. I I was not going to not buy this game like because of that, but now with all of this nonsense going on, I'm sitting here like god damn it. Now now I have to actually make a conscious decision if I'm going I was going to buy this game cuz it looked like a hell of a lot of fun. This thing came out of early access. It was like 97% overwhelmingly positive reviews. And then like now all this stuff is going on and I'm just like they're just so stupid. They're just so stupid, and I, I don't know if I want to support that level of stupidity at this point. <laughs> yeah, and just like reading more from the story, like players discovered that creators made offensive comments against trans people. That's another like thing feminism. that was in the Discord. It's like I wouldn't. Yeah. This developer like kind of seems like a bag of dicks. Yeah, like at that at that point, like if I knew that before the game came out, I I wouldn't even give it a second look. Yeah. It's like. I'd Which is a shame because it's people. apparently what like an you incredibly fun game. Uh, we the, clicked it in the notes. The the top, very top one, the polygon one. I don't think he's in the notes page. Oh. Um, but yeah, they they three uh. They went on Steam. They said we do not support censorship of creative works of any kind and regret our initial decision to alter a sprite in the game instead of trusting our instincts. The post reads, uh, "This is from Polygon. Uh, they they got the they put the quote together here. Uh, 3D Realms and Void Point stand together on this matter. Um, they did confirm. Uh, I'm going to read this statement uh, that 3D Realms gave to Polygon." Um, however, the soap bottle will not be removed. This is from a representative from 3D Realms. Uh, the use of the word, I'm not going to repeat it, uh, is in an area that was inaccessible without hacking the game and was added by one developer without approval from anyone else who uh, was removed a few days ago. Uh, we once again apologize for this text as it does not reflect the values of 3D Realms or Void Point. 
Um, Jokes at the expense of marginalized communities will not be present in future games published by 3D Realms. However, a portion of our community made it loud and clear that they felt removing O-Gay was censorship and should be protected by free speech. Void Point wanted to listen, and we respect this decision. Uh, They did also, I believe, say they are making a $10,000 donation to the Trevor Project, which is a nonprofit that helps LGBTQ youth. Um, so that's a positive. You know, yeah. it's, I feel like that's almost the least they could do. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, these developers kind of sound crappy. So, which is a shame um, because they made a good game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, a, it's, a, it's a technically proficient game. I'm actually going to look and see what the reviews are at right now because it's still on my wish list and now I feel like I have to remove it. Now I feel like a bad person just by association. <laughs> it's still 96% positive. Yeah, I'm cool. 96%. Like, man. This I mean, game all things considered, I wasn't going to buy this game to begin with. But yeah. yeah. Like, cool. I, I was ready to buy it and then just all this shit happened. Man. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I don't want to support people with those views, and that's my own personal view. So I'm taking it off my wish list. It is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, on more, let's just keep it on bad topics. Oh, boy. Um, oh, I was going to I was gonna bring oh, go something up. I yeah. lost it. Just now, well, you could bring yours up. It was it was a good transition, but I forgot about it. Well, don't worry. You'll oh, have a- I was gonna say no. I I remember now. Do you guys follow this one Twitter account called Shitty Gamer Takes? No. If you don't, I recommend following it because okay. it's just accumulation of all the like worst people who play games huh. and their takes. Like while we were talking about it, it just made me think of the backlash cyberpunk was getting from them saying that you won't pick a gender that you pick a body type and a voice mm-hmm. and yeah fair enough people are people are dumb yep um speaking of dumb people um hold on it was reported i, I pulled up what? the twitter real quick mm-hmm they have a, a caption. They have a picture on here. It's because they changed. Uh, I didn't pull this either, but um, instead of choosing male or female gender, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven will allow players to select a body type and voice, so they are not actually having like solid gender roles. Um, yeah. And so, this was from PC Gamer, and somebody replied to PC Gamer saying, "New form of discrimination." Wow. Yep. And then that same person said, why not three options? Male, female, mental illness. Oh, they just... Uh, I don't think it's the same person. They just block out oh, people's avies and oh, okay, Twitter names. Sense. Well, somebody else said, man, it's incredibly... I don't think I can follow this. I don't think that's good for my health. <laughs> nah, you just, you just need to see the examples of the worst people out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, have you ever scrolled down and read comments? I mean, I do, but you know. This is just like a... That's why we have like Facebook well. comments, because most people will at least think if their name's in front of it. Most of the time. Most of the um, time. So it, it came out that a few kind of high-profile developers were accused of sexual assault. Not just developers, um, even. 
because um, I know one of the people, uh, Jeremy Soul, he did the music. He does the music. Well, for, he's a comp- composer. Yeah. yeah, he's a composer, but he does like he does the music for um, Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls, and the, Guild Wars. He did. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Nathalie Lawhead, who's an independent video game designer, um, she put out a sixty-eight hundred word blog post um, alleging that uh, they're raped by Jeremy Soule, the composer for Elder Scrolls and uh, Guild Wars. A few hours later, in a Twitter post, um, another developer, uh, Zoe Quinn, accused uh, the kind of, I think he was the lead developer and composer of Night in the Woods, Alec Holokwa, of sexual abuse and imprisoning her in his home. And Last but not least, a woman named Adelaide Gardner against, uh, came out against Luke Shelton of Splash Damage, who worked on Gears 4, uh, that she was assaulted by him last year. And, and at um, least with um, Holoqua, mm-hmm. the Night in the Woods developers have canceled a game he was working on. They just outright canceled their next game because he was involved in it. Yeah, and they came out and said that it was, like, a small thing for their Kickstarter backers, but still, yeah, it's like, that leaves that studio kind of a, a little directionless. I don't I don't know if they I don't think they should cancel the game. Cause definitely fuck that dude, but just knowing games involve much more okay, people yeah, than just no, one so dude. So, Ross is correct, that was actually a... Uh... I like how this correction says July 28th, so we went back in time. Um, thank you, yep. The Verge. Um, this post originally stated that developers' next game was canceled, when in fact it's a smaller project for Kickstarter backers of Night in the Woods that has been shelved. Uh, so it is a it was a smaller project, not their next game. Yeah. Apparently, um, he was involved enough that they were like, "We can't put this out." I, yeah, I think he was one of the lead designers yeah. and the composer. Um, so yeah, it's just another day of people suck. <laughs> Lots, lots of people suck. Did I pull back um, this week or was that last week? Um, the riot. So like, um, that might have been last oh, week. The whole yeah, settlement yeah, for. Uh, I saw stuff about that last yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah, I think we talked about yeah, that last just, week. It's just like. Uh, yeah. Shitty people Humanity. will continue to do shitty things, and if we and don't say something, they'll just keep getting away with it. Yep. So that's that. And since people won't stop doing shitty things, I guess the best thing you can do is just say something when people do. Yep. Yep. Otherwise, it'll, God, people are fucking stupid. All right, I yeah. need happy news. Um, oh, let's talk about the stupid Telltale story. Oh then. no, happy first Persona. <laughs> Persona. We were talking about Persona before. Um, the Persona series has passed a new milestone even before Whoa. Persona Five Royal. Ten hey. million units of just the Persona series. There we go. So let's go. 10 million, and that includes 2.7 million units of Persona 5. So, obviously, I I think it's probably not a stretch to say Persona 5 is probably their most successful game. At least in that franchise. Because 2.7, and then you're splitting the other four games, and this one hasn't even had its golden version, you know? Yeah, that's I gonna, would say it's probably probably the highest. That's sell- more than well, a quarter the, the, of what they've sold. man. Like imagine yeah, when, when Royal comes out. Yeah, because there's like there's really six Persona games because there's the first one and then the the second one I think is a duology. There were two games, and then three, 
3 was when it kind of broke a little bit more into the mainstream, and then 4 blew up, and then 5. Yeah, so. and then it's only going to go... I wouldn't be surprised if by the time... Uh, by the time Royal comes out, we don't hear 15 million, you know? At yeah. some point. It's a, it's a great series. I'm wondering if they're going to um, put, like, Golden out as, like, a download game or something, you know? Hey, for 20 bucks, get Persona 4 Golden on <laughs> Xbox and whatever, you know? Yeah, I could see it. Like, why um, not at this point? You know, the game's already made. Just take the Vita version and put it out there. Yeah, yeah. Sell it's, it for 20, 30 bucks and, like, you know, Bob's People your uncle. People would buy it. Yeah. Talk, you'll get more sales. Yeah. Sell another million units of that. Ah, <sighs> I feel a little better. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, Telltale. Oh, Telltale's being God. revived. Oh. By two people who didn't work at Telltale. God, it's just it was it was so disheartening to see so many people just see the headlines and get so excited, and then realize it's not actually the people from Telltale. Yeah, so the new Telltale is going to be headed up by um, Jamie Ottley, I'm assuming is how you say that, and Brian Waddle. Waddle uh, Waddle. So, Ottilie said that some of the workers from the original Telltale games will be offered freelance roles with full-time oh, positions possible in the future. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be great months after Telltale was shut down, almost a year after. I'm sure yeah. they don't have other jobs. Um, Ottilie has spent much of his career in mobile games. This is all pulled from right. uh, Polygon. Most recently as the founder and CEO of Galaxy Pest Control, which is best known for licensed games based on Duck Dynasty and Whoa. Power Rangers. Two very um, similar IP. Uh, they confirmed that um, the new business has back catalog rights to license properties, Wolf Among Us and Batman. So maybe we get um, Wolf too. I think that just means they can put it out the game. Maybe we get Wolf 2? <laughs> I, I don't feel confident if we would get a Wolf 2 that it would be good with this team. They also got all of the original Telltale games, such as Puzzle Agent. And I assume that oh, also yes. includes like Sam and Max? Or was that licensed? I think I Sam don't. and Max is licensed. Maybe. It's confusing. Um, there are some, uh, according to them, there are some other expired licenses that we're looking at. Uh, they one thing yeah. they will not get back is The Walking Dead because that license is now owned by Skybound, and has uh, they have their own plans for game releases. Yeah, that makes sense. So one thing that I thought was interesting, mm-hmm. and I want to find the quote. Um, just it's just a weird situation i don't know i don't know man i uh, the quote may not be in here but i know there was talk i i don't have the direct quote in front of me but i i've seen the quote where basically they were talking about how like the market has shifted and how people like consume these types of games has shifted and it sounded like they were maybe going to get away from the you know, a true episodic format. And he said yeah. like, yeah, he, he said this, the, the quotes in here somewhere, but I don't see it in the article. I like the idea of binge watching. Mm. So it sounds like they might release five episodes at once instead of the telltale format of we're going to do it this. And instead we're going to take six extra months 
because we're irresponsible developers or managers, I should say. It's not the developer's fault. Um, but our management team is irresponsible. So we're going to tell you the next chapter will come out in two months, but it's really four. And then we're going to yeah, make a really shitty follow-up to that one that comes out two months later. And then we're going to go radio silent for four more months. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I feel like the age of episodic games kind of came and went. Like, Life is Strange is still doing it, but I feel like it's you're seeing it far less than you did just, like, three or four years ago. I gotta I just, get Life is Strange, man, too. You know what? I thought that same thing, and, like, that game came out, and I just have zero interest in waiting... I'll maybe play it when it's all said and done. No, I'm waiting for it to to be all done. But, but you know what happened, though, is at E3, they spoiled a bunch of it in the Xbox conference. Mm. Yeah. That sucks. Good they thing spoiled a bunch of that shit. And so now I'm like, I just have zero interest in playing this now. And I, I, That's I revenge kinda... for it being PlayStation exclusive the first time around. It wasn't. Life is Strange. I mean, Life is Strange 1? No. Yeah. It was, was multi-platform. It, oh, it wasn't? Okay. Well. Because yeah. I played it on PC. It was also on Xbox. I also played it on PC, but uh, for some reason I remember like the first one being, the first chapter or something being on The like, first one was before. really good, but like the more they showed of two, I was just like, like I played the, the Captain mm. whatever, and that was fun. I, keep, I just keep thinking Captain Toad, Captain Spirit. Captain Spirit, that was cool. And then like, I was good. Yeah. Apparently, he plays a bigger role in Life is Strange 2 than I thought he would yeah. from E3. Yeah, no, he seems to be a pretty big deal character. Um, just to wrap up this, so publisher Athlon Games is a partner in this deal, and they will handle storefront operations and distribution. Uh, financial backers include various game industry figures, including Chris Kingsley of Rebellion, Lyle Hall of Heavy Iron Studios, and Tobias Sjorgren? T- Tobias Harris? Sjorgren? Sure. Scandinavian. Yeah, I know that's it's a Y. So I'm assuming I'm assuming it's Sjorgren. 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 Regardless. Formerly of Starbreeze, which is not ideal. Um Oh, there was more down here. This is probably where my quote is. Okay, here's the quote. It was I thought it was there was an ad and I thought it was the end of the article. Hold on. We will probably keep the concept of episodes but with different pacing. This is a different world from a media consu- or this is a different world from a media consumption standpoint. We need to look at how people like to entertain themselves. I like the idea of binge watching. Yeah. Yeah. I also like binge watching. They also watching, commented so. on Telltale's legacy. Um, they brought me some of my favorite stories to play, and they did an amazing job building a company. It is unfortunate that the way or it is unfortunate the way that they it ended. I don't know why I can't read today. Uh, certainly, we're working very hard not to make similar mistakes. Shade. Yeah. Um, there's still a class action lawsuit going against the original company's executives. Uh, for violating California laws with regards to mass firing and notice. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is... A lot of people are going to be upset, but I mean, like, the Telltale name had to go. It's just the same thing with THQ when when Nordic bought it. You know, it's like, it has to go somewhere. Somebody has to do it because they got to pay back their creditors. I think Telltale is still a valuable name. It's tarnished, but... I think it can survive the individuals that ruined it. And if they come out and put out a, a, a fresh new game that's, like, good, 
I think if, people will kind of start to forget the the past and be like, hey, you know what? I don't, I don't think people will even forget, but they don't need to. If they can capture that original, telltale. like, that's the saying, if they could capture the original care they told stories with and not the mishandlings of the company, I think they could be fine. You I know what I mean? I think putting out five episodes at once is already better than old Telltale. Just oh, yeah, but as I'm saying, like, game at launch, I think oh, it would just be fantastic. Also, like, even because I don't think it's the best thing just because like the, the, at least you know telltale would like kind of like try to craft the game around the choices the players were making at least this is a way to clear stand out like we're not the same telltale you know what i mean yeah. just from a business perspective it's a clear way to like say look we're not that company that just went bankrupt like you know what i mean yeah yeah i get that you know i i'm i yeah. am i'm gonna be cautiously optimistic and I'm going to say, hey, you know what? I will give them a second chance if they make something that looks like it's worthwhile. Say, I don't particularly care, but if they make something that catches my attention, I'm not opposed to checking it out. If they make out. The Wolf Among Us 2, I'm in. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm on for that ride wherever it takes oh, me, man. and we'll see how that goes. Um... Speaking of, I just uh, let's just hope they update their engine. Yeah, hopefully they, that's God. the first thing they need to do. Oh. It's like, hey, let's not have a piece of shit engine. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Speaking of, uh, I guess pieces of shit. Um. Blizzard is suing. Suing. Uh, is suing a shameless Warcraft ripoff in China. <laughs> uh, uh, I just clicked the image yeah. for the first link. So, for the first time. Glorious funny. Saga is the name of the game. And, uh, oh, hold on. Let me pull up the Polygon. They, they link to Polygon. Um, Gloria Saga is almost entirely copied, uh, is almost entirely copied from the Warcraft games, is what Blizzard says. It's available in China and elsewhere. Uh, in the United States, the app is downloadable on the Google Play Store under the name Glorious World. Uh, it is listed under a different developer and name. However, uh, the screenshots show the title Glorious Saga. It's described on the store as a real-time strategy game for building an empire. Um, Cena Games is a subsidiary of the software tech company Cinecorp. Blizzard alleges that many of the company's games are based off well-known franchises like Yu-Gi-Oh, Naruto, and of course, Warcraft. Uh, Blizzard Great. lawyers say the defendants have profited handsomely uh, from the game and its alleged copyright infringement, attracting thousands of consumers to Glorious Saga by using offending imagery. The offending imagery. You scroll down, you see the app store, and it's just like, it, it's so blatant. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Blizzard's after $150,000, quote, per infringed work, as well as legal fees. Every This is so, a quote from the suit. Every monster, creature, animal, and vehicle in the infringing game was copied from the Warcraft games. Uh, weapons, <laughs> amulets, and other objects were taken straight from the Warcraft games without pretense. Audio cues and sound effects from the Warcraft games were reproduced for the infringing game. Oh, jeez. Oh, did you guys see that whole thing? I think uh, Funhouse was playing. It was like a straight ripoff of what you call it, of Tomb Raider. Like, a bunch of the assets got stolen Uncharted? from... <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of the a bunch of the assets got stolen off of one of the Crystal Dynamics employees' computer, and oh, wow. they just made this complete rip of Tomb Raider. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. That doesn't surprise me. Ugh. 
you know, people. Man, Just yeah. People. We could make an original game, or we could take the game that they made back in the 90s and just re-release it. Easier oh, hold on. There's a gameplay trailer. Hold on. Well, you know, like, a lot of that stuff happens because certain games, they don't bother going through the licensing thing for China because they have, like, such strict stuff. And right. a lot of times you have to opt into those, like, hey, we get to spy on your user base. So companies just don't bring their games to China. So a lot of times people just take it and reskin it and release it in China because they're just like, what are you going to do, come to China to sue us? I think right. the problem happens oh is when God. they try to start releasing it, those games outside of China. It literally has the World of Warcraft level up sound. <coughs> yeah, I mean, as long as it's in China, it doesn't make a difference. But once it gets out of China is where the problem happens. So that's that. So more great I was going to say, yeah, that happens, that happens funny enough with cars. There's literally companies that, like, just buy cars and then make as close copies as they can and sell them in China. Yeah. Uh, let's get into some industry stuff. We're gonna we're gonna get a little out of the uh, old comfort zone here. Um, AMD, you guys remember a couple months ago, AMD released their new GPUs, their Navi line, the the first ones. Um, sure, I'm a PC gamer. Yes, yeah, you you remember we talked about it. We'll we'll yeah. we'll. Oh we'll yeah, because I kept saying, listen. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. yes. I'm in. Okay. Yep. Yeah. We're back on board. Um, for the first time in five years, AMD has shipped more graphics cards than uh, Nvidia. The huh. last time Look they did this, they had the top card on the market. It was the R9 290X, um, and it was the fastest gaming GPU you could buy. And this was before <sighs> Nvidia released their 900 series GPUs. And Nvidia has been king of the marketplace since then. So. That's actually, this is actually a big deal for AMD. Because this isn't even, like, their true, like, next generation. Like, this isn't RDNA. This isn't their... Like, these aren't the GPUs that are going to be in the next consoles and stuff like that. This is just like, hey, we got to get some GPUs out there right now. That's what this is. Um, And they're, they're doing well. Uh, a lot of it is also because uh, stuff like what we did for you, Ross, when we bought you that 580... Since those cards mm-hmm. are so inexpensive right now, they're selling a lot too. So that's probably also helping them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so that's actually exciting for AMD. We're, we're finally getting some shakeup, and at a time where we need it because NVIDIA just kind of has a stranglehold, and that's why they can be like, you have to buy RTX or nothing. And then AMD's like, alternatively, <laughs> you could buy our card. And now it, that's a viable strategy. Um, especially if NVIDIA get sued and can't sell their cards in the US or Germany as that could potentially happen due to a lawsuit. Um, That's crazy. So a company, Global Foundries, has found er, has found that TSMC, who makes a lot of the graphics technology um, used by NVIDIA, um, used by, I think Mac uses them for some of their graphics processing units. Um, and technically AMD, but we'll get into that. 
So they are suing uh, that they infringed on patents, uh, TSMC infringed on patents, and unlawfully used the technology to the tune of tens of billions of dollars worth of sales. Uh, I'm reading all this from TechRadar. So here's kind of the awkward thing, um, and the reason why AMD is not really involved in this. So TSMC makes the 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 pieces that go into um, the Turing graphics cards, the 12 nanometer processors. Uh, they technically also make the 7 nanometer processors that go into AMD's CPUs and GPUs that they're putting out right now. They all Global Foundries also happens to be the former manufacturing arm of AMD that was spun out in 2009 to be its own company and happens to still be partnered with AMD making many of their new Ryzen CPU components. So they're kind of playing favorites. <laughs> and they're just like, we're, we we're not going to sue you because you still do business with us. But the MacBooks and the NVIDIA GPUs, they don't do any business with us. So fuck those guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're trying to sue for a boatload of money. They're also trying to ban the sale of those cards in the U.S. and Germany, I believe. Um, is the other oh. weirdly involved country. But yeah, they're trying to completely block the sales of all that stuff. MacBook and NVIDIA RTX cards uh, in the U.S. So that will be interesting to see how that yeah. plays out. Uh, good guy. I mean, and- I mean, if successful, like, it depends on how involved. Like, they, like, more likely what's going to happen is if the... If the infringement was happening happening with components they were buying from another company, they're just going to pass the blame on. Well, if it's them making something that they have the patents for. Well, no, um, it, it's it's TSCM making things using th- that that violate those patents. Mm-hmm. So that's the issue. Um, it's it's going to get settled. It's not going to. We're, we're probably not going to see anything happen with this. It's going to get settled. It's going to get delayed. It's going to get everything. And then eventually they're just going to be like, we're going to pay them 10 cents for every GPU we sold. And it's just oh going to be whatever. Ten, 10 cents. Oh, shit. Welcome to oh, China. Oh, shit. Man, that's a lot of money. Well, I mean, they're not selling that many GPUs right now. I mean, yeah, AMD man. is selling the GPUs. Give me 10 cents every time you drink a cup of coffee. Yeah, well, that's not the lawsuit that's happening right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, think about it. It adds yeah, up. Yeah, but there's a lot less GPUs than there are cups of coffee. No, they're a lot less. I'm saying compared to you, like they're a lot. They're a lot way more than than you than <clears throat> than you drink coffee. I'm talking about just you. Like if every time you drink coffee, I'll take ten cent if that's if that's the deal we're working out. <laughs> All right, you give me ten cents every time you turn on your computer. <laughs> Okay, I actually don't turn it on a lot. That's I turn okay. it on I the podcast. I'll just charge you a twenty cent surfie. I don't drink coffee to come on the podcast. You gonna charge me? I'll take ten cents every time a bus, motorcycle, or siren drives by. Hey. And that can't be on the podcast anymore. He's broke. <laughs> Let's talk about free games. Yeah, well, air quotes free. Free, free with an asterisk. Uh, let's talk about Xbox first. Yeah, I got it up. Um, Xbox 360, um, compatible with Xbox One, from September 1st of, through the 15th. We should mention these are the games Earth with gold, so you have to have Xbox yes. Live Gold to get these games. Yes, Earth Defense Force 2025, 
And from September 16th through the 30th, you can get Tekken Tag Tournament 2, the greatest alliteration in the history of games. Um, and then for Xbox One, you can get Hitman the Complete First Season from uh, September 1st through the 30th. And We Were Here from September 16th to October 15th. Um, I'm pretty sure Hitman Complete First Season has already been on Games Week. Uh, no, it was on PlayStation Plus in February. It's on Game Pass. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. So if you have Game Pass... Eh? Um, yep. Not, uh, not their best month. I'd say it's not no. a bad month. It's not the worst month, you know, by far. Um, but not their not their best showing. Um, what about PlayStation? You know, PlayStation uh, really depends. Um, we've got 2015's Batman. Batman. Uh, I can't talk anymore. Batman: Arkham Knight, uh, which is a good game, but it, the game has been on sale for like five dollars in recent years. So like, if you don't have it, you probably don't care. Um, and then the the one game that I think is is actually an interesting ad uh, is Darksiders Three. Hey. Kind of getting that out there. Anybody who hasn't yeah. played Darksiders Three, that's an all right game. There is yeah. there is some fun to be had there. Um. I mean, I would definitely say Arkham Knight is the better of the two games. And if you haven't played it, you should. If you're a fan of those games, because that's a damn good one. That was that was my it's, personal favorite of the trilogy. It was the worst in the trilogy for me. But he didn't I mean, like the Batmobile. When, it all depends on how much you like the Batmobile. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and saying saying it's the worst of the trilogy means the worst out of very good games. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Still but, better um, than yeah, most games. My favorite. Yeah, um, yes. I was a big fan of the Batmobile, so like I, I had a much greater attachment to that game. Um, Darksiders Three is a good game, though, and I think getting that out there on something like PlayStation Plus is actually a really big deal because if they can get that in more people's hands, one that's going to help them sell that Darksiders Genesis game they're releasing, I think later this year. Um, that's also just going to help THQ Nordic like continue on with that franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Chris, if you'll indulge mm-hmm. me, I will indulge. Um, I'd like to go over just some upcoming releases coming out in the next week. That's or so, spicy. I down. like it. Um, so today is, uh, this will be going up on the 30th, which uh, is also the release date of one of my most anticipated games, Astral Chain, oh God, that's which has not been getting yet. a lot of, it comes out tomorrow. It's been getting a lot of good buzz from everyone except Vice's Austin Walker. Um, I'm excited for that game a lot. Platinum. Uh, sounds like they're back to their peak platinum ways. Um, that comes out tomorrow, or th- August 30th. Blair Witch comes out August 30th. Uh, Dark Pictures, Man of Medan coming out August 30th. Um, and then just going through the end of next week, uh, we have Nat's Catherine Full Body uh, for PS4 and Xbox One on September 3rd. Uh, Warsaw. Uh, for PS4, Switch, and PC on September 4th. River City Girls. I don't know a lot of these anymore. Creature in the Well actually looks pretty interesting. Xbox One and Switch, PC, September 6th. Iceborne, Monster Hunter World coming out September 6th. Not on PC. Uh, NBA 2K. Uh, Game Informer says PS4, Xbox One, and PC. PC might be delayed. No, it's not coming to PC that day. 
It's eventually okay. coming to PC, I think before the end of the year, but they're still not caught up. They're, the PC version still hasn't gotten all the like seasonal event things that the console versions have gotten. So Capcom, in their infinite wisdom, decided instead of just catching PC up quickly, that they're just going to take their time and not have parity. So they would yeah, rather delay this expansion on PC than skip a couple of things people probably won't care about. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, then the last release I'll list off also comes out on the 6th, same as Iceborne, NBA 2K20 for all major platforms. You know, did you see the trailer they released for all those card packs? No. It's, it's shitty. Yeah. That game is getting shittier yeah. every year. Just yeah, in terms it's, it's of like, hey, EA, hold my beer. <laughs> like, they have people like hitting slots and stuff and like the cheering. It's these two guys. Oh. They just, everything they get is bliss. Great. Yeah, it's, it's great. Oh. I watched it just to see like, this thing sounds like a disaster. And it totally is. Oh, man. And that's been our show. Oh, we're not going through the whole... Oh, okay. Are we just going to... So are we ending every week with, like, the next week worth of games? Is that our thing uh, Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do it. Um, yeah. Anything else? Are we, are I good? think we're good. I threw out one last, like, hey, if you guys got questions, hit us up. You know, but um, it looks like we're good. Okay. Yeah? Yeah? Well, it was good to be back. Happy to be back. I'm, I'm very hot. I'm excited to record. I'm also excited to be done to turn on the air conditioner. Oh, my God. Yes. Same here. Jesus. It's, it's, it's far too warm up here. Yeah. I'm going to die. So, my uh, windows are open, too. I'm going to die. That's like, that was always my mom's thing growing up, is open a window if you're hot. Because she doesn't understand that opening a window doesn't just automatically cool a room, you know? It's like, now the window's just open. It does nothing. <laughs> the screen does not provide, like, a change in climate. <laughs> She'll never understand. No. All right, guys. Thanks for being here. Uh, we will catch you on the next podcast. Um, Ross, do you have anything going up this week? Um, I just had that article on Wednesday. Um, as of right now, I don't currently have anything else planned. Ross, are we recording the book club this weekend? Right. Um, so, yes. All right. Yeah, because when do you get out of work on Sunday? Uh, seven. What time do you get out of work on Saturday? 5.30, but I have plans immediately after work. So I'll okay, probably so be home around seven seven thirty. Okay, um, I'll let you know which day works better. I have to work all day Saturday and all day Sunday, so I feel like this is going to um, be our worst episode in a long time. Oh, hundred percent. Man, let's let's never do this again. This the, the delay yeah. wasn't. By I know, choice. but like, we'll have a better plan next time. Yep. God, all right. So. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Have a great day, night, evening, wherever, whatever. Just have it. Bye-bye. Boom.